At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Welcome to RO Hygiene, the podcast where we look at educational films, experimental films, weird documentaries, and the like. This is Matt, and with me today is Scott Atkinson. Hello, Scott. Greetings, all. Greetings, Matt. How's it going? Pretty good. You getting fat out there? Well, someone will be on this foray into the world of cycling. There's and, two people uh, in today's Unfortunately, it's only one. Yeah, yeah, only one. So it's kind of a, a game show going today. But um, the film is One Got Fat, which is a, a you know a bit of an oddball one. And sorry, I, I the year sixty three is it? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. So with the backdrop of the American Civil Rights Movement, um, just perhaps slightly prior to the accession of JFK and uh, Vietnam War escalating. I like to think it was the day of. That's when they filmed this. <laughs> it could have been i mean a lot of people died on that day i can tell you I mean, yeah including some monkeys um uh, yeah in, well, in, i mean in, in the in, sorry that's in the um design sort of the way i'm not trying to make some mm, mm. bizarro odd right statement or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah i mean with this uh short film uh written by dale william dale jennings uh, i think he liked to be called dale dale jennings uh, he was a texas-born american uh, war veteran, playwright, LGBT activist, and known for his Western uh, 1972, The Cowboys. But uh, yeah, this one here, um, they did decide to use monkey uh, sort of masks for nine out of nine out of ten cyclists. Some some nightmare inducing masks. Um, and yeah, nine rolling. out of ten can't be wrong. In this case, they could. And but, as we'll before talk about we them. roll in too deeply, I, I I like to force my guests to give the uh, four or five sentence like TV guide synopsis on this thing. Yeah, well, basically, in short, if you ever want to discourage your kids from taking up the deadly art of cycling, this is probably the short film to show them. Um, so basically what you've got is a nine block trip to the park undertaken by a group of kids in monkey masks, all except one. Uh, one is running on foot. One is uh, another two are doubling. And um, it's basically a foray into kids on bikes and also the road rules that have to be observed or else. Yeah, there's so no, the goal no is to get to the park unmauled and unscathed. Good luck with that. Right. So we'll, we'll see how that rolls. But um, I, maybe you showed this one. I, I usually show people the educational films and weird films first, but I think you might have brought this my way first. It is possible uh, because I first heard about, uh, or at least I got the imagery, <laughs> the, the rather arcane and grotesque imagery uh, and creepy imagery from a friend uh, who was into the boards of Canada. And... Uh, on, on their song, um, uh, I think everything you do is a balloon. Yeah. Um, Which, they uh, they use a lot of this imagery to maximum effect. And that uh, kind of got me on to the safety video from yeah, 1963. 
I believe the Boards of Canada one is a fan-made film. I don't think it... I mean, it's great. It's like maybe one of their oh, better yes. videos, but it's not yes. actually from their own uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. Yeah, yes, yes. There's also um, a lot of other media like um, that borrows a lot from uh, this bicycle film. <laughs> I don't know what you call it, scare film. But um, uh, one song that I've, I've been enjoying is I think by a German band called Weekend Wolves. And this song is called, well, aptly named Karma. Ah, there so, we go. Not, not Weekend so, Monkeys. That might have, that made made more sense. Yeah. 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 Baboons of the weekend. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> what strain of monkey yeah, is I mean, this? The monkey masks do make up a part of a huge part of the creepiness, the sort of surreality of this, uh, of this, um, footage. I, I, they disturb me. I, I, I put in my own notes, you know, it's hella disturbing makeup. It's almost like a Aphex Twins window liquor or something. <laughs> You've yeah. seen that one with the, as the Aphex Twin masks keep getting creepier and creepier. So, so do these. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, the faithful narrator to this um, short film said, um, I guess in his sort of ominous, uh, non-compassionate alan watts like imagine a non-compassionate alan watts you know with his plummy um, british voice and uh, but uh, he said each one of them took care of his bicycle as exactly as he took care of himself so hence the the massive um dollops of heavy karma dealt out yeah, to these karma. pre-psychedelic kids yeah. i i ran across a note actually that the uh oh geez i i sorry i don't have the narrator's name but he did do the fractured fairy tales on uh bullwinkle and friends he was that narrator. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, that would be... I found out his name was yeah, Edward Everett Horton. There we so, go. Yeah, Horton from that time, he was a very yeah, familiar voice and uh, also an actor, too. Yeah, but for me... I, I he got, was by Max Hotdoll. Yeah, I got a hit from that Fractured Fairy Tales because when I was growing up, uh, it was actually hard... Oh, man, this here's a blast from the past. We actually had like a weird themed Bullwinkles restaurant with like an animatronic Bullwinkle and stuff. I, I'm pretty yeah, sure it was what you need. I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> I went there like twice and then it closed. It was too weird to live. But uh, and half of yeah. me is like, did I dream it? <laughs> but I, 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 now I'm going to have to search that out. But I think that was actually a chain or at least a restaurant for a while um i guess probably Bullwinkle freak out a lot of kids but i mean uh, for people of our ilk and generation <laughs> hey well, was, maybe the on. 80s i think yeah mm -hmm. I, I guess people chuck forgot e. and things like that it was like chuck e cheese it was like it, it felt slightly more geared to adults as i suppose bullwinkle actually is when you get down to it but yeah because they yeah, made a movie starring de niro yeah. right so <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, you don't know about the, okay. the no, sorry, we're not getting a bullwinkle today, but yeah, there's a De Niro um where he's um Snidely Whiplash or whatever. Is that uh, anyway, whatever the bullwinkle villain is. Yeah, well I mean um it's got nothing on some of the uh the interesting names here with our bicycle cycling troupe. Yeah, I read a few well, days. I, I roll Dalisk. I should have written them all down, uh, but I did write uh, Rudy to Jasperson. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's the first one that yeah. uh, wipes out. He's There's... the um, he goes out with a sort of cartoon sound effect boing as uh, as he goes under the car. I think. Um, yeah, I said he's a slam bam. Signal, he made the crime of not signaling. So um, the narrator says, "Rudy to Jasperson left the party," and that's. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to throw. Out, I guess I'll throw out the names, and if you want to do that, um, you can. I, I don't. I didn't 
quite remember it. I didn't, I wrote like you're gonna die if you're happy all the time for McDillon Titty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was Tink. Yeah, that's right, Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah. Tink, Tink Mandillon Titty. Okay, that, that's a <laughs> hell of a name. It's um, <laughs> uh, Mick. Uh, actually, yeah, McDillon Fitty. Fitty. Okay, I heard Titty. Fitty, I, yeah, Fitty. I like my, Fitty's fun too, but I, I like what I heard. <laughs> yeah, McDillon. Because I mean, um, Bobby Dylan. Or, you know, Bob Dylan was. You know, I think. Uh, you know, sing with Joan Baez at that time in the '60s, so maybe it's a bit of a play on words or something. But yeah, I don't know. If Bob Dylan has any Scottish ancestry, but um, you know, Mick uh, McDylan Fitty, yeah. Uh, maybe Don. Maybe they're into Donovan more. Yeah, or Dante. I think because all these kids are going to Dante's Inferno, unfortunately. Exactly. Crime what, being happy, and they already look like hell creatures, so they're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I, I think when Ruti right, wipes out, so he's the first one, so he um, he doesn't signal. Um, fair, fair enough. I mean, the lesson the lesson in this case. So basically, with with each kid, uh, with each child riding on these bikes, this they make one grave error, and um, it kind of maps in a little bit uh, with the seven deadly sins. But um, uh, Rudy to Jasperson, his folly was kind of pride. His lesson was to make hand signals. He was proud of his new bike, um, arrogantly riding ahead of the others to sort of, you know, appear better than them, perhaps. Um, he rides into the path of an oncoming car. He didn't signal. The car didn't slow down. So, uh, and maybe the subtle message to kids subliminally is um, don't break convention. Don't break social norms. Well, the next message I wrote, maybe this goes under sloth because he didn't fix his bike, but I just wrote, if you don't have a bike, thou art fucked. <laughs> I, I, I didn't catch his name, but yeah, he's just like, okay, he, well, he didn't have a bike. What's the problem? That's, that is uh, Mosby Pomegranate. Yeah, he, he comes up a little bit later. That's right. Um, so um, he, his bike was stolen. He didn't have a license. So uh, yeah, I, I'm sure they've got like, bloody 20 detectives working on the case <laughs> if he had a license i'm sure the police really care i think i still have a bicycle sitting in the next prefecture over i lost the key quite a while i lost all yeah. my keys actually that sucked yeah. but the bike key among those so it's I, a good... I think yeah yeah sorry to cut in but i, I think with mosby the lesson to kids was um submit to authority trust authority or else so you have that bicycle license and uh I yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, long. there's there's points to having a license. There's points to having police, but um, I, I just felt subliminally that was um, there was a bit of a message there to okay, young the snappers. The next message I got is uh, never trust a buddy. There's a flaw in the buddy system. Yeah, that's the narrator saying that. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, did he say that? Sometimes I just write down things they say. I don't think I. Uh, he said there's a flaw in the buddy system, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. Yeah, and I, I felt like um, Slim Jim is is a little bit bigger in girth, and uh, I noticed the narrator taking pot shots at that. I thought that was a little bit uh, a bit snide and snarky, but right. uh, um, what's the uh, lust? The is lesson to kids is uh, you know help another, not your you know if you help another, and not just yourself, you'll pay the price, buddy. That was mm. not what I got out of that one. <laughs> lust. That's lust. I'm, I'm trying to work your seven <laughs> sins in here still. Um, so what else? I yeah, because we had to we had to cover last. I don't know if it's appropriate for a, a kid's bicycle safety film, but I mean, 
hey, you know, there's a lot can go on when one's doubling on a bike. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, Nelbert's a pretty sexy name. Yeah, let's see. So her is, is Nelbert that's right, the one Nelly on the sidewalks? Zweibach. Yeah. Okay. Is is she the one on the sidewalks? Yeah, that's right. I think she has like some special encroachment issues. So uh yeah, she she felt uh a bit crowded as she was I always she took to the, the sidewalk. Yeah. I always rode this. I think I think now you actually can in Japan, but uh back when I was still riding a bike in Japan, you could um uh, yeah, I think you were supposed to ride on sidewalks. Yeah, because I mean, um, the lack of bicycle lanes here, I am, um, the lack of wearing helmets too. I mean, uh, in Australia, it's compulsory, but um, in Japan, you know, there's a lot of people with common sense here, but uh, cyclists don't tend to, to wear I think there is helmets. a law, but basically, unless they're, um, you know, high school or under, they, I mean, high schoolers probably don't, but I think, you know, junior high or elementary kids have a helmet. About covering yeah, most of the time. Actually, that's it's an interesting thread of discussion because uh, very quickly um, throughout this whole video, nobody's wearing a helmet. Even like the golden boy Orville, who makes it to the finish line, he's the only one. He he doesn't wear. He's not wearing a helmet. I don't think it was a thing at the time. I think people just assumed you don't wear a helmet on a bicycle. Um, I mean, maybe a street. But it makes sense. Like. I mean, you know. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, maybe that's just uh, my progressionist ways. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, you, you, you're you're really a little reticent to get on a bicycle. If I'm, am I mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Did you crash into a, a wall once or something? <laughs> uh, I had been hit by a car, but it was at low speed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah as for me, I didn't. I no, learned, no biggie. I learned to ride a bicycle when I was like 25 and in Japan. So I actually could drive. I had a license to drive a bus before I knew how to ride a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the American way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, one of my notes is I, I wrote, oh, yeah, I was a, uh, my sin, I guess. I was a stone cold filbert with a shitty bike. So you, I, I might have had the bike when you were rolling around with me. And I'm sure you heard some of the, the creakiness on that thing. Yeah, because. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess the lesson to kids with this one was, you know, don't dare stop spit polishing your bayonet or you get flattened in life you know you don't stop looking after your bike or the boogeyman's gonna come i eventually just got a new bike i got that red one that is the one that i lost the key for but yeah because the one before that was this gray behemoth that was just super squeaky like like filbert here so um but you know yes. maybe it's like the full metal jacket thing this is my rifle this is my gun you don't you don't replace that yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, also, there's some interesting subliminal me messaging here. I, I'm probably reading a little bit too much into this, but then again, I mean, it, especially at that age, kids are very impressionable. Um, I felt with Nelly, just going back to Nelly very quickly, was it was like a message for girls. You know, at that time, don't deviate from the path, or um, you know, going it alone or becoming independent. So um, I think it was like a like a insidious way of social control there. Well, um, also with the narrator, um, it's always like he'll make some like moralistic point. Patronizing. Right? right? Yes. Right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's cool. right. It's like, it's like, hey, dude, I didn't even you didn't give me a chance to answer, man. Maybe I yeah. don't agree with your system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, maybe if... It's like maybe that would be Alan Watts if he didn't drop acid in the 60s. You know, he'd be doing these sorts of uh, <laughs> safety 
commercials and things like that, which are just like really insidious. Yeah. Right. Now there's um something right. I guess the next one is uh <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you, you made me agree with you. Okay. Now I'm moving on. <laughs> Your thoughts. I have a new thought. Um Higginbottom's the next one. I, I he's uh, going into the tunnel from Back to the Future too, isn't he? I, I couldn't say for sure, but I mean it's a damn dark tunnel and there's and the cars going into it also uh, don't have their lights on. Yeah, he so. needed a hoverboard. I, I could see that being the um, the um, the tunnel from Back to the Future. I I did read where the location was, but I forgot it. It's like La Cupertino, California. I sorry, um, I can't quite remember it. Okay, I was basically going to say California would be a hit in that case because a lot of these educational films were filmed in like Lawrence, Kansas. If that was the case, yes, definitely. Well, they don't have mountains anyway, but to put tunnels in, yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had um, William Burroughs, right? But anyway, that's okay. Right. Yeah, sorry. Right. I, I was like, it was Burroughs in this movie. Okay, he might as well been. So yeah, in the end, yeah, he he can bottom though. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess my subliminal take on this right was uh, don't take on the unknown by yourself because there be monsters. So don't try to strike out and deviate from social norms. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to read just like my last four lines of notes here, um, which I usually yes. don't do, but it, it's almost like a little poem, like a tanka. I don't think it's a tanka, but the hero sits in solitude, eating the food of all his dead friends. All of my friends are dead. The real monster is the human. Go ahead, America. Get yourself fat off the blood of the fallen. It, it seems poetic. I mean, it changed from first person, <laughs> second person, third person, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's, it's probably not, Henry Kissinger's favorite film. It's not a happy ending anyway. for anyone, is it? I mean, that little kid, you know, the, the human. <laughs> I, I feel like it's used. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they didn't submit to authority. I mean, they they got what they deserved, you know. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, <laughs> I, I think that was part of the moral of this. Because, you know, I mean, kids would be like wiped out in horrendous ways. Like even like casualties to de defer, like, you know, or to deter the SAOs or Black Berets or something like that. They wouldn't, they wouldn't go into battle with those sorts of horrendous odds, but the kids would all cycle on until the next one's wiped out. Yeah, they don't care. They, they're racing. They're, they're racing to the park, right? I mean, there's, there's one instance where they do stop, where um, the kid with the bike trouble, he didn't maintain his bike. That was Philbert. Yeah, Philbert Bagel. He goes under a steamroller out of all things. Oh, gosh. I mean... Uh, but the two kids, um, of the guy who survives and the guy who's about to ride into the tunnel, that's the only case they stop. And they just let, uh, Philbert ride on and his brakes don't work into the path of a steamroller. He has a lesson to teach them. They, so they need to watch the lesson. That's right. That's right. Listen and learn. Teaching learn you a lesson with my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm like the kid at the end. I mean, he's the hero. What? That looks depressing. He's sitting there with those inhuman sandwiches, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my big sack's hard to handle on its own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did notice that uh, quip there. Uh, yeah. And yeah, each time, you know, one of these poor little tykes is wiped out and you've got the sort of jolly skipping through the daisies music 
right, know, right. Um, after they've just horrendously bitten the dust. And um, the others are just like cycling on like some military juggernaut on campaign. It's brutal. Yeah. Um, it's on TV as we're recording this on TV. And I, I guess I'll release this for too long, but there's the, the WandaVision on TV now or streaming and whatever, which is um, kind of interesting. It's, it's Marvel Universe. It's, you know, the Scarlet <clears throat> Vision. But uh, each episode so far is set they're weirdly set in like a sitcom. So the first one is like a 50 sitcom. Second episode is like a 60s sitcom. Third one's 70s sitcom. And I guess they're going to move on from there. But uh, yeah, yes, I, yes. I, you know, I was just thinking I had just watched the 60s and 70s one. So it was th- that music, for example, you know, some of the tropes, something insane mm-hmm. happening and folks just kind of like whizzing by it. It's got one guy just basically like running a chainsaw through his concrete wall for it. He's like, oh, whoops, I didn't notice I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just thinking we've covered all the characters. I, I think we've um, given a rundown. I'm just going to just check my notes uh, very briefly here. I'll just make sure we've, um, yeah, I mean, all these, these poor souls with their Roald Dahl sorts of names. Just, um, yeah, it's, it's quite, a, quite a body count here. Yeah, I got a little lazy at the end, uh, matching the seven sins. I mean, there's seven of those. Come on, after three. You, you work, you, the listener can work out the rest. Yeah, <laughs> there, was, yeah there, there was one that, um, let's see, there was one Philip uh, Flug, Philip Flugel. Um, I think he was kind of like embodying the sort of alpha males, sort of socially dominant. He was like the mentioned to be like the class uh, captain um, and head of the sports team or something like that. And um, I think his his maybe his lesson was pride, but the lesson to kids was don't be cheeky and submit to authority. That's what I sort of noted about him. So you mean don't be cheeky and submit to authority. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry, I just I just heard you on. Don't be cheeky and don't submit to authority. Sorry, maybe I'm just uh, that would uh, yeah. I mean, basically, it was sort of like uh, you know, uh, don't be ornery and just you know toe the line um, because your elders know better than you, kind of. Because um, there's a steamroller or you know there's a dump truck just waiting around the corner to wipe you out. So Did I ever show you there's a the Steve Martin sketch from the early '80s where it's a uh, drunk driving and steamrollers. He's coming oh, out of the party. Uh, it's like morning. He's coming out. Oh, I can drive. Just take his seat. Oh, he'll be fine. And then he gets in a steamroller and drunk drives over a boy playing with his ball. So that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think on the movie uh, Fish Called Wanda too, there's like a, uh, <laughs> you know, on the tarmac at uh, the wet tarmac at uh, one of the airports, uh, when the protagonist gets run over by a slow moving steamroller, it's, it's pretty comical. But, yeah, uh, steamrollers are always good for comedy. I think the Naked Gun has one of those too. So, this hey hey maybe we got to give this film props that it's maybe the first uh, steamroller joke. I can't think of one before it. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, <laughs> I wonder how many kids that turned off uh, <laughs> riding bicycles. Maybe they became steamroller drivers or something like that. <laughs> hey man, what, what kind of what, what's your sense of humor like? I'm in the steamrollers. <laughs> <laughs> that could be cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean we, we see all sorts of comedy on tv here in japan so yeah maybe steamrollers could be the next big uh next big thing so yeah. anyway, i'm sure in australia where i'm from there's probably a room for that too 
but I think I've pretty said much said my piece on this one. Um, uh, you know, I would have been finished after 10 minutes if not for the seven deadly sins. So that's cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah. other than, oh, other than I just got to throw out that font at the beginning of the movie. That is impressive. That is a bizarro font. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Until they, they lavished a lot of time and love on this. You know, um, <laughs> well, like you said, it's uh, the screenwriter to the, the Cowboys. You said they got the Bullwinkle narrator. They're actually, unlike some films, um, this one actually does have a little bit of uh, is talent the right word? Probably um, <laughs> people who know what they're doing. Let's put it that way, because uh, this one is yeah. this one is well put together. Is it condescending? Uh, is it condescending? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I put my tongue yeah, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess you've got the the uh one got fat bug now. I mean, just watch out for any steamrollers on your street, Matt. Yeah, yeah. If if you're listening, I was yeah. just uh, poked on the shoulder and jumped. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not any <laughs> You have video, man, you could have warned me. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to break up the narrational strand. I mean, you're on a roll there. I was just I don't even words of wisdom. I don't even remember what I was saying now. But okay. what, one thing, one thing that kind of got my interest was that, um, you know, you've got this, like, for me from the Antipodes, um, you've got this beautiful sort of, I, I guess how I imagine, uh, imagine American suburbia, you know, you've got this, you know, it's, it seems so wholesome and, you know, it's very leafy because, you know, where I'm from, it's it's quite dry in Australia. and uh, But there it seems very verdant and, it, you know, you've got these nice houses. And um, it's kind of weird. It's a weird juxtaposition because you've got all this massive death <laughs> just right around the corner. So it's a bit like maybe Jeffrey Dahmer's neighborhood or something like that. Well, I, I like really. to say the best educational films like mildly resembled, resemble, resemble David Lynch films. Mm, 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 okay, mm, that's where mm, I brought the WandaVision. That's kind of like the newest iteration of that particular, or the current, as of this recording, uh, iteration of that particular vibe. So, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like, um, you know, it's a part of those sort of um, scare, um, scare educational films. Scare There probably there. is a name for that. Scaredelic. I've seen that around. That's for the. That, that probably sounds more sensible. Yeah. Yeah. Scarific. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, um, it's, um, I guess, because you're looking at the backdrop of the times too, because uh, the Vietnam War was escalating too. Um, it's kind of weird, you know, if you're going to make a video like that, why not make one on the dangers of following, you know, one's well, blindly believing one's country's foreign policy or joining a war? That's I mean, not good for business. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't. <laughs> God forbid we upset <laughs> business, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> that, that I was guess, just my, my two cents. Yeah. Okay. I guess I should do my business unless you had another another major point to make. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just felt um, just at the end with uh, Orville being sort of helmet helmetless. I think he could have taken a bullet too. But uh, in the park, no, yeah, it's <laughs> snide. But I mean, just picking out on all these, you know, all the all the goods from his fallen comrades. I felt awful, mate. Wow. Yeah. Fine. But anyway, I guess I mean it was aptly titled. I mean, it seems a bit confusing to the first time viewer. One got fat, but um, uh, the ending of that 
that short film makes sense. So um, I think if, if anybody um, feels like a, a tripped out visual experience that, and if you like um, horror or intense suspense, this is probably the um, short film educational film for you. And definitely check out some of the music from it too. Um, a lot of it's bloody good. Um, yeah. I, I actually so. mix this up a bit. Uh, even when you mentioned it this time, there's a, another educational film called I like bikes, not nearly this violent, but um, it yeah. does have early Moog. So that one, we'll, we'll get to that at some point that has some fun yeah. music as well. Um, yeah, I, th I think after this film, I'm not sure how much I like bikes, but but anyway. Well, it's I like <laughs> bikes, but <laughs> exactly that's the name of that one. That's that's for another yeah. day and time, though. As for yeah, us, uh, our yeah. hygiene pod at Twitter at Facebook is probably the place to go looking for us. And uh, Scott, why don't you tell them about your digital presence, which also happens to be mine. But hey, I don't plug it on a show usually. So yeah, just um, contact if you have any messages or something you'd like to any feedback, come um, just uh, contact uh, myself through Matt and uh, take care. Cosmic no, no, citizens no, and brethren and no, brothers and sisters. To, that's where you're supposed to throw out roving sage media, man. You gotta oh, sorry. and roving stage media, yeah. Ever the self promoter, ever the self promoter. Dot, dot bandcamp dot com. Yeah, <laughs> we, we both work on that stuff. So, yeah. See, see, I, crime. Yeah. I do. I work with Luke, like where he goes on this like fifteen minute, like he, he's he's got his plug down. <laughs> I don't. And uh, uh, yes, safe oh, riding, everyone which, too. Oh, speaking of which, I talked to Luke. Watch out for steamrollers and wear your helmet. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Be careful. On, uh, wear a helmet. You don't yes. need to wear a mask on a bicycle, do you? And run away from anybody with a monkey helmet or called oval. And, uh, That's yeah. definitely good advice. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, thanks for inviting me on. It was a real pleasure to um, to have some time with you. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody, We're too. Right um, we hope you could uh, enjoy through our eyes and ears and uh, a pretty trippy experience. And I hope um, you dive down the same uh, rabbit hole. It's, it's definitely worth it. And as usual, the, I'll be linking the YouTube for folks in the uh, description. With, I imagine you'd probably watch it, then listen to us. But hey, maybe you don't. So if so, that's what you do. <laughs> Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.